Well, hello, tired one. Are you feeling a bit frazzled and worn out? Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments Podcast. We hope lessons from God's Word and encouragement from us will lead you to soul rest. The Sweet Sela Moments Podcast is brought to you by Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. Well, hello, and welcome to Sweet Salem Moments Podcast. This is episode two, Finding the Time for the Quiet Time. If you were here last time, we talked about our journey to stillness. That was episode one. Um, today, we're going to be reading from Matthew six twenty-five through 34. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds, they do not plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And don't worry about your clothing. Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today, and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the minds of the unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries, Today's trouble is enough for today. So Sharon, I've assumed that as you get older and the kids aren't waking up early in the morning, poking you in the forehead for breakfast, that having a quiet time gets easier. Please tell me that it is. (laughs) Oh, I wish I could. But no, I have so many friends that still struggle with it, Nicole, Mm -hmm. because until it becomes that disciplined habit stuff happens. You get up and you've got to walk the dog. Or you remember that you didn't call your mother about her doctor's appointment today. Mm. Or you just want to get dressed first and and you just want to do this first. And oh, look at the bathroom. It's a mess. Mm -hmm. And oh, (laughs) now it's time for Bible study. You know, it it seems to not matter what stage of life you're at. It's always hard. Mm. And I've wondered about that. Why is it so hard? And I actually think part of it is um, from the devil really, from Satan. Because what does he want? If he can't keep us from accepting Christ, which of course he would like, he can keep us ineffective. So distracted. Yeah, and so (laughs) distracted. Doing the mundane, which there's nothing wrong with doing the mundane. Your children do need breakfast. It is true. (laughs) My dog does need walking and appreciates it when I walk her. But um, doing the mundane till it crowds out everything else. And the part of this passage that you just read that I love so much is that verse 33, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need and it's that seeking it above all else that has to be in place in order to find the time to have the quiet time it just does and at different stages in my life it it was at different times did you do a quiet time in college i don't know if you did at that point i did yeah i had my little daily devotion book I'd read first thing in the morning and thought oh good job you did it oh, and I did it was like a devotion a yeah. day for a year and I went through the whole book wow and you did it in the morning see yes. I couldn't do it in the morning mm-hmm. in college oh. I would come home I was a waitress that's yeah. how I made money to go to college so I would come home after waitressing at like 11 at night and I would be 
see, I have this energy problem. I was just so <laughs> pumped that there was no way I could sleep. And so that's when I had my quiet time in college. Mm-hmm. I had it in the evening. And I was faithful. I did it, which I feel like is the most important thing is that you do it. Mm-hmm. Since college days, I've never been faithful doing my quiet time unless I do it in the morning. I don't know what happened after college. Mm-hmm. I If I don't do it in the morning, um, the day just gallops away with me on it and I don't get back to it so so we touched on some of the ways to find time to have a quiet time last episode but I want to kind of repeat and expand on them one thing you said that I loved was you find your place Mm. to have it yes that's it's such a weird thing it's like well you can talk to God anywhere why do you need a place but it's part of the building of a habit Mm. I always go to my brown couch on the right-hand side and turn on the lamp and have my tea on my little mug and I do it there that's my place Where's your place? Mine is the end of my brown couch. No, you <laughs> so have a brown couch couches too? aren't holier, but <laughs> but my brown couch too, right by the window. I'm by with a natural light coming in. I have my little pretty coaster somebody made me. I can put my cup of tea in the morning there, and I have my little basket now with my Bible and my my notebook right Good. there. My yes. favorite pen, and then I have a nice fuzzy blanket right next to me. So if it's cold, I can just shuffle downstairs, sit there, wrap up, and be ready. Be yes. excited to to start my day earlier than I would like. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it make it easier when you're half asleep? Oh, it does. If you have to find your Bible, find your devotional or journal or whatever's, if you yeah. have no pen... I'm never getting out of bed. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Or by the time you get it all together, mm. it's too late, you know? Right. So to have it all in one place is so good. So not only do we have to have a place, but we have to have the stuff we're going to be studying with in a place. Yes. And mine's in, there's a coffee table right in front of the couch that has a door. And oh, I just perfect. have to open the door and pull it out. Yeah. So I used to have it in a bag, but now it's in my coffee table. But it's in its place yes. and it's always there. And that makes it easier. And I've talked to people that have said, I couldn't do it in the morning. I'm too tired. Mm. And I say, that is what the tea is for. Right. <laughs> Hello. You bring the tea, you take a few sips, your eyes actually open a bit. Then you pray and say, Jesus, you know how tired I am, but wake up my but poor I'm brain. <laughs> so glad you're here with me. Yeah. And then you kind of go on assignment. You're like, okay, I could do this day by myself, and I've done days on my own before. It hasn't gone well for mm-hmm. me. Or I could do days with you. So today I choose to do the day with you. Mm-hmm. I've got a really funny story about a day I didn't do quiet yeah. times. <laughs> I was um, teaching. It was a long time ago, before BC, before children. Yeah. So, whoa, we're not going to talk about how many years ago that was. But I was teaching in a Christian school, and I had talked about quiet times to my students and how important they were, and I had offhandedly joked, you don't want to see me on a day I haven't had my quiet time. Mm-hmm. I'm just upset. <laughs> so I went to school one day and I hadn't had my quiet time. I forget what happened, but I didn't have it. And I was in a mood. I mean, a mood. And evidently, everyone in the classroom sensed the mood. And one seventh grade boy raised his hand, Nicole. I don't know how he got the courage because I was in a mood. And he said, Mrs. Gamble, we would all like to know if you had your quiet time this morning. (laughs) No. He really did. Wow, he was a brave little soul, wasn't he? (laughs) And I'm like, no, I did not. Let that be a lesson to you. (laughs) But I've never forgotten it because it kind of, 
it was like an object lesson that I didn't expect. I mean, right. I was kind of joking. Look out for me if I don't have my quiet time. Evidently, you really do need true, to right? look out <laughs> if I haven't had my quiet time. So, so that kind of reinforced for me the value of sitting with God first and saying, mm. "Please don't, please don't leave me today." Which He won't. You know, I don't want to do the day without you because that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. I don't find it easily mm-hmm. on my own. I really don't. And so. I like that it's, for me, I was doing it at night for a while when we were first early married because you just long days, you sit there and I liked, I'm a night owl too. So mm-hmm. reading it mm-hmm. before bed was nice, but you read it and then you sleep and then you wake up and the it's crazy starts. Right. Yes. So having mm-hmm. it first thing that, that peace, patience, joy, love carries with you. So you yes. are a better person throughout the day. Yes. I am not a nice person away from God. Mm-mm. It's so true. and mm-hmm. so scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny how you can grow up knowing God and mm. knowing the Bible, but you still need refreshers like all yes. the time Constantly. about <laughs> how you should behave and, mm. and what things are right and wrong. I need to be reminded not to be bitter. I need mm. to be reminded to forgive. I need to be reminded to respect Ray, even when I want to roll my eyes because I'm like, what are you talking about? You know? (laughs) And if I'm not in the Word, I forget that stuff. And I just, I, it's like, I'm not, I'm not like making a column left and deciding to rob a bank, but I'm (laughs) veering, I'm veering from the best. And I don't want to veer from the best. So, okay, so the best way to have a quiet time is your first available moment. And I loved how you said it's for you, you get the children off to school Mm -hmm. because you've got to get them up, you've got to do all that stuff. So have you found with your little ones that you're still able to do a quiet time with the two that are home? Yes. If I don't get up before them, then once half my crew leaves, there's just the three of us at home. I've been finding that some days I have to, if I'm like, okay, I need my Jesus time. Be quiet. Leave me alone. Like grumpy mom saying I need Jesus time isn't the best example. (laughs) (laughs) So I was trying to change that into something um, to more lead by example. So I have, they have their little children's Bible. So I sit them down. I'm like, okay, you can do your quiet time with Jesus Aww. and mommy will do her quiet time. And yeah. I mean, sometimes it is only five minutes, but it's enough that I'm not um, as expecting like, oh, I've got to do this. You have to be quiet and leave mommy alone so I can absorb this. It's more like, okay, I'll join me as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. join with me and we'll yeah. do this together. Yeah. I love that. And that's been kind of fun, actually. Yes. Yeah. And they're seeing you do it. Right. Yeah. My little grandson, Eric, is an early riser. He has all, Eric needs no sleep. I do not understand this child. <laughs> he, when he was two, Nicole, he would be dancing in the best mood at 11 at night. Oh my goodness. I am not kidding you. She and Catherine, my daughter, would look at me and say, do you see this? <laughs> this is every day. And I'd say, but he's not grumpy. And he wasn't. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> he, um, he, he goes to bed late. He gets up early. Oh, so wow. when I'm visiting their house, no matter how early I get up, there he is waiting for me. So I, <laughs> I actually, from Word Radio, got a Bible. I, I forget if it was Adventure Bible or an mm. Action Bible they gave me. And I gave it to Eric and he uses it when I visit. Oh, that's so sweet. That's his quiet time Bible. Yeah. yeah. So, and he can read. He's eight. So he sits and he reads and I read. And then sometimes we pray together. And it's the same thing. Instead yeah. of kind of excluding, yeah. you're you're welcoming them in, but you're also not not doing it. You're right. saying, this is important. Right. It's still a priority. M- mommy needs to do this. Yes. This is still important to yes. me. But it's not so important that I'm going to like push you to the side and you need to not be here for this. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Don't interrupt me kind of yeah. thing. You've included 
them. Right. Yeah. Now I did it a little differently because I had Mr. Rogers as my best friend. Oh, Mr. Rogers. Yes. <laughs> and so um, for my quiet time, I did push them aside, but they were happy with Mr. Rogers, so it was okay. <laughs> I would put on Mr. Rogers, and they would know oh, that yeah. that was Mama's half hour with Jesus. That's a great idea. And that worked really well because mm. they, I, I trusted that show. You know, right. I figured it was fine, and I was just in the next room, anyways, if they really needed me. But it gave me that time. But I think, I think the theme song here is children should see their parents doing a quiet time, whether they're watching Mr. Rogers to be quiet because Mama's just dying to be with Jesus, or whether they're sitting alongside. The, if, if we give them the gift of seeing that that is part of the rhythm of yes, life, yes. this is what we do. We brush our teeth, mm-hmm. we eat our breakfast, we meet with Jesus. Right. Yes. And trust me, darling, mama's going to be kinder if you let her have her done with Jesus. I say that all the time. Oh, I, yes. You, you want me to have this quiet time? <laughs> you really trust do. Me, you'll benefit from it too. <laughs> so much. Yeah. Oh. So do you find, because I did, mm-hmm. but tell me if you do, um, that holidays, and vacations and visiting other people are the hardest times to maintain a quiet time? Oh, wow, yes. I'm so glad you said that because I always feel like you. I would have more time during the vacations mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do that. And I, I'm a very scattered, high-energy person too. And I need schedule and routine or else I fall apart. So I'm like, oh, vacation, this is fine. And then I'm like, wait, what day is it? I don't think I've read my Bible in like three days. Like, what happened, God? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Isn't it wild? When, it's crazy. When, when your routine is gone, it's the hardest time to maintain oh, it's it. so it hard. It really yeah. is. That was like, you know, I, I sort of progressed in layers of really wanting to do it daily mm. as almost a time sacrifice to God, even if it didn't right. feel fun every day. Um, we don't sacrifice animals anymore. We don't bring the best Thank lamb. Goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> I can't imagine. But how do we say we love him? Mm. You know, part of how we say we love him is to offer time. It's a time sacrifice. I like so that, I want yeah. that every day, you know, a, a joyful sacrifice, not a forced one, but just a here, Jesus, here's my time again. So my last sort of horizon was um, vacation and then visiting other people. How mm. do you have a quiet time when you're in someone else's house? And so um, vacations, I just managed because I did it first. Right. So if I did it first, that sort of then became my pattern again. I just had to say, if I'm getting up at nine instead of, 5.30 a.m., Right. <laughs> I still do it first. Oh, and if I have idea. something to do at 9 on vacation, then I get up at 8, you know, mm, and just okay. back it off. But in someone else's house, you have to super be proactive. And I always am. I, I'll say, I do a quiet time in the morning, and I don't want to disturb the household. Is there a place mm. where I could just be tucked away for a little bit alone? Hint, please don't talk to me. Right. Um, <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. And so <laughs> then the hostess provides this little place for me. And I've, I've done two things. I've found my place, but I've also established that I want that quiet. Mm, that's and, so good. And, so, and it's not a mean way to say it. It's, and, and if it's in advance, see, if you do it in the morning when they're talking to you and you're like, I have to go do my quiet time. Right. <laughs> you know, and they're in the middle of telling you a story. Then that, you feel rude. Yeah, yeah, you do. You're like, they think that I'm bored with their story and I want to run away from right. them. Right. <laughs> but that's not the point. So if I do it the night before, then I know where I'm going. Mm. I have my materials there. And, um, and then I, there I am. And they leave me alone. It's like the key to all of these is 
thinking ahead before, like pre-planning, being proactive about it. Right. Whether you're traveling, vacation, or daily, it's like stopping to think the night before, the day before, and planning it. So planning is huge. It's for, super huge. For it is. In, yeah. It's got to be intentional. Yeah. And I think that's any good habit. If mm. you're going to be a runner, you don't just go, well... I Maybe wonder I'll if I'll feel like running. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. You kind of have a running schedule. Yeah. Or if you're going on a diet, you these foods I can eat, these foods I can't eat. Right. There's always a planning that goes into it because um, that's how we're wired to have mm. a plan and we a rhythm. We still need that. Yeah. So we need that for quiet times too. So, mm, well, let's look at the scripture again. Unless, was there anything else you wanted to say about this part? Hmm. No, I think I think we covered all it right. all. I love the planning stuff. I need to incorporate that into more aspects of my life because I'm not a very good planner. <laughs> I'm like, let's try this right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's try that. Let's I know it. it doesn't it always work. To, <laughs> it has to be that verse. Um, seek the kingdom of God above all else. Yes. Until it becomes above all else, you don't right. do it. And that's and that's the thing, you know. For some people, it's the physical exercise that is above all else. Mm. They'll never miss it, right? You know, or um, if they're super lean, which would not be me because <laughs> of what they're eating, above all else, they'll never have sugar, right? right. Um, but if I'm going to have an above all else thing, and I can't have too many of those because mm. I just would be too exhausting, my above all else is going to be Jesus, right. and then the other things come in and they're important, but nothing is more important than that above mm. all else. So that's where I start. And so. the other things, the less important, or things that we think are still important, they fit in better after God is our above all else. They There's do. Just, you, yes. if you can't find If you find time for God first, everything else just seems to fall into place it the rest does. of the day. I don't know how he uses the extra time, but he just fits it all in. And I'm like, oh, thank you, God. I was stressed about this whole big thing, but you spend that time, that sacrifice of time with him first, and it just, it it's works like he out. Gives, he's generous. He is. The little bit we give him, he just dump loads us back yeah. with it, you know? And takes that with him overflowing. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Well, I'm going to read part of the passage again because I want to look at um, verse 32. So I'm going to start at verse 31 in Matthew 6. So don't worry about these things. And they, you went through that list of like clothing mm. and all this stuff. Don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs. And I was thinking that that's another thing that can distract you from a quiet time, things that mm. dominate um, the worry, the panic, the, you know, I've got a grocery shop. I've yes. got to, um, you know, what are the kids going to wear today? There are no clothes that are clean. Right. Great. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And um, it's very easy to have the less important dominate, mm. the most important, because God waits. You know what he I mean? Does. If you don't have a quiet time with him, uh, no lightning bolt falls from the sky, although you might get questioned on your crabbiness, right? <laughs> but that's kind of the worst that happens. But if you don't feed your family because there's no groceries, there's a lot of loud noise. Right. So much loud noise about it, right? So true. I heard yeah. someone call it the tyranny of the urgent. Yes. And that is such, I love that phrase because mm -hmm. it just describes the, those things that are so loud right in front of you. It's so hard mm -hmm. to step back and just be still in the middle of the daily, the feeding, the clothing, the shopping. Right. It's like, wow. Right. Yeah. And they can dominate. They can. I think so easily. For me, in my life stage, what can actually dominate 
sadly, is Sweet Sela Ministries, which is all about rest. Right. Because I'm like, well, I have to prepare for a podcast. And this book has a deadline and it needs to be, you know, done by such and such a day. And, you know, I guess for anybody that's in the working world, you've got all these work assignments Mm -hmm. to do. And, and fortunately, I know that it would not honor God in Sweet Sela Ministries, where I'm all about stopping to be be with God, if I don't... (laughs) stop to be with God because I'm busy teaching people how to stop and be with God. So that keeps me on the straight and narrow. But in terms of where I am in my life, that's what could dominate me, even a good ministry. But that does not take the place of sitting at his feet. It doesn't. And and not sitting at his feet to prepare a podcast, sitting at his feet to be Sharon, Mm. just his kid. You know, and and hearing how I should be nice to Ray, or hearing that I need to call a friend, the Mm. things that he brings to your mind when you're sitting there, you know? So what dominates for you? What are the things that could rob you of that quiet space? Right now, the biggest thing I think is homeschooling. That takes a lot of my energy. Mm -hmm. And then the guilt of like, well, I should be spending more time with reading with her, or math there's no like off switch when you're when they're That's teaching true. them at home when they're home um so two of them are in school so some of that's gotten better but that is really hard for me to struggle to to balance that like oh i could be doing more i should be doing multiplication tables while i'm doing the dishes so just the the daily getting ahead so josh can come home to like not a crazy messy house not a perfect house but no. not like tornadoes went through because <laughs> they do go through every day <laughs> frequently oh my goodness yeah. so trying yeah. to create that calm in the house and but not realizing that sometimes that chaos comes from me not having that time with God or yes. just being so frazzled mm-hmm. that he can come home and the house can look great, but I've spent the whole day whirling around not stopping with God. So I'm all like completely exhausted. And I think he would rather have a peaceful wife yes. with true peace and, oh, look, the table's perfectly yes. set. <laughs> yes, and don't touch anything because right. it looks good. <laughs> don't sit there, go right to bed. <laughs> That's right. No one move. The house right. is clean. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And over and over, God has proved to me that if I set aside you know, that time, mm. um, I get it back anyways, like yeah. you said, because he's just overly generous with us. He's so and generous. he can fit things into the tiniest yeah. spaces when we've given him the best part of our day, not right. the the leftover part of our days. So so I guess our encouragement to you today, oh podcast listener, <laughs> is to find that space, uh, to offer that time sacrifice, to have that quiet time with God. Mm-hmm. We have some resources on Sweet Sela Ministries website. You can look at the show notes on those. We actually have a little method of quiet time called the 4R method that teaches you step-by-step how to have just a 10-minute time with God that's rich in meaning. And we'll have to do a podcast on that, Nicole, because that's a that's, that's a really fun method. Yeah. And then occasionally, we have on our Facebook page and on our website an online Bible study. Yes. And when we do that, we all study the same passages together, and we find a verse that means a lot to us, and we write about the verse and the response, and then we share them. And those are sometimes over vacation, which is good, and we need accountability. Oh, yeah. That's right. They There's are a Christmas one. You've done an Easter one. Yeah, those are great. Those can yeah. actually help keep me on track during those holiday 
drifting. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I want to do one in June this year, which is, I mean, yeah, it's almost summer, but yeah, yeah. And and that can help you generate a habit too, exactly. because then you're doing it with other people. So we do invite you to check out the show notes on that. But let me pray for you, you who probably, if you are a normal human being, struggle with quiet times like Nicole and I mm-hmm. have. Let me pray for you before we close. Oh, Heavenly Father, would you please bless every single podcast listener today with increased hunger for you, because there's no greater blessing, Lord, than to pant and thirst for you. I pray that uh, in each unique situation, and you know them, Lord, I don't, you would help them make a way that they'd find their brown couch equivalent, that they would find uh, the right devotional or just sit and study your word. Oh, Father, help us to be faithful, to come to you. Help us to trust you enough that we know that when we give you the first fruits of our day, you will help us so much with the rest of it, even with that little bit of less time. Forgive us, Lord, when we don't notice how great and awesome and kind and good you are and how we praise you that you are always there when we call on you ready to teach and guide and love us in jesus name amen amen oh we're so glad you joined us today Uh, we'd love to hear how you fit in your quiet time too we hope a tip or two from this show today has spurred you to meet with god who loves you Write us on our show notes and be sure to follow us and share us on your favorite podcast. We are newbies here and we need your help to spread the word. So next time we're going to be going back to Psalm 46. We're going to study the first few verses and talk about fear and anxiety in this crazy, scary world. There were earthquakes and wars in David's time too. How do we cope and not, as David says in 46, give way to fear? If you are in need of some comfort and help in the area of dealing with the daily news, join us for episode three, When the Mountains Fall Into the Sea. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. Sweet Zela Moments is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Zela Ministries. More information about this podcast, including show notes, can be found at sweetzela.org and at wordradio.net. Thank you for joining us.